Hello, Greg. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, thanks, Ben. How are you? I'm very well. I'm, I'm always here, you know. Always here. <laughs> always doing okay. Thank you for joining it. What time is it? Six o'clock in the morning or something? 6.01 a.m. Just went 6.01. Yes, so precise. I respect that. I forgot I mentioned the chat about the time zone shift, and it's a good point. It's been the past couple of weeks. The U.S. goes to the time zone a week, a week before Europe, and then, then we do it, and I'm not sure when. Yeah, we're next week. Next we're week. So we kind of span yeah. from that direction across, and then, yeah. yeah. We need to come up with some kind of system around daylight saving. so that Just not, not doing it would be the, my first. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> then I'd only get, like, three hours of daylight during the working day. So I don't know. Yeah, I suppose. It's tough. What are you going to do? I just don't like summer in general anyway. I just like to stay inside and stay away from the sun because it's too hot. Anyway, anyway, mate, um, tell us a little about, about yourself, who you are, what you do, and um, all that kind of stuff before we get going or as we get going. Yes, so we'll do the standard intro. We'll do the yes, standard intro. we love the standard intro. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name's Greg Nash. I'm a data platform MVP. I'm based in Melbourne, Victoria in Australia. I'm the principal consultant at Dear Watson Consulting. Um, and yeah, we do Power BI. We've been doing it since July 2015. It seems like such a long time ago, seven, almost seven years now of Power BI stuff. That'll do. Um, I'm also the user group leader for Melbourne. So Power BI oh. user group leader for Melbourne. So yeah, we do do Meetup and that kind of stuff. You should be able to find us on Meetup if you're local. That's me well, in a nutshell, really. Do you do also your um, still your remote stuff, or you're going back to in person? We, we have been remote. I'm I'm desperately trying to get together so we can. We're the most locked down Power BI meetup in the world, aren't we? So <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, so I want to come back this month. I want to come back this month. I just got to pick right. a speaker. I've got a couple of options, and I haven't really. I've been a bit slack organizing it. We've been. Yeah. It's been hard. We've been doing like uh, Wednesday lunch and learn sessions. That's been the latest thing that okay. we've okay. been doing. It's been fun. But it must be then a lot harder going back to in person, a lot harder to actually get a, a speaker, right? You're remote, oh, yeah. anywhere in the world. It's like, yeah, just come along. Yeah, we had a couple of false starts last year while we weren't locked down for a little while. Hmm. And so, you know, we tried to get some speakers and then we were trying to do like a hybrid thing where hmm. it was like some people online and some people offline. That'd be tough. Yeah, oh, my goodness, yeah. Hmm. It's really difficult. Like event management at the moment is really hard for people that are like even, you know, Microsoft are running conferences and they're and they're like, Yeah, we're gonna do it hybrid. We're gonna do it and everyone's like, No, not hybrid, just do, yeah. either do it in person or do it online. Otherwise yeah. it's too hard. You know, so. It work it's it's fine for a workspace for your office so you can stay at home or you go in. But when it comes to events, I don't know. I mean I've no, I have no experience of planning this sort of stuff, but I think it'd be it's too much, man. It's just like one of the other, yeah. And you're bound for, to have some kind of te technical issue pop up, you know. So I can, yeah, 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 like yeah. one of the. Anyway. anyway, you are you are a. Um, I want to focus in on this because it really it really interests me. Um, Power BI unicorn. I'm really gonna. Yeah. This is good. I'm, I'm so curious about that, and I've got so many questions. Yeah, see, Jeff, time change threw me off. Don't worry. Only thing we've discussed so far has been pretty much time change. So you're right. Um, you yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, Power a Unicorn, what's that all about? Please explain. And I'm going to... The much contra controversial title of Power BI Unicorn. <laughs> yeah. How dare he? That's what people say. 
Um, yeah, it's an it's an interesting one. I put that title on my LinkedIn, so I'm really easy to find on LinkedIn for one because you just type Power BI Unicorn and I come up. I'm going to stop wobbling my table because I'm wobbling around. The so it's I kind of have to combine this with my the history of Greg and everything, you know. So we can mm. do two in one here because that's fantastic. Yeah, kind of part of the thinking around Power BI Unicorn. I think. Um, I think to, when you think about like Power BI and just how big a platform it is now, like, you, you know, like uh, Melissa Coates has got that that amazing visual where it's like, here's everything in Power BI. And you look at it and you're like, oh, my God, there are so many pieces to yeah, this puzzle. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I think so part of the idea around around call it like creating a title called like a Power BI unicorn type title is that it's it's there's some irony in it. For anybody that knows me knows that I'm not particularly... Uh, particularly like unicorn like I don't I don't get very fancy I'm pretty I dress in black and you know <laughs> so so part of, part of it is that um but there is I think it's part of the the reason why I did it initially and the reason why I kind of continue to do it and and it's become a little bit of a joke obviously with uh, with people and and people do ask me about it although that surprisingly I, I was kind of put it out there as a bit of a challenge right because when you mm-hmm. when when you think about Power BI, there is so many component pieces to it. And initially, when I first did it, which was years and years ago, yeah. Power BI wasn't as complicated, but it was still pretty obvious that there's these different sort of components of Power BI that you, or different skills you need in Power BI to actually mm. be effective as a kind of a Power BI guy or a Power BI person, mm. right? Power BI isn't just about, um, it's not just about like creating spreadsheets anymore, right? So it's not mm. just data. It's mm. not just just having query skills, and it's not just data visual like visualization skills. So you've, you've, my original thinking was around this kind of idea of there's there's visualization, and then there's data people, and data people and visualization people, and they tend to they're not data people don't tend to be very good at visual, and visual people don't tend to be very good at data, and yeah. so to be able to kind of do that um you know like that's two different skill sets now the other thing that it is is like and this is where we maybe get back into the history is like so i kind of grew up in the it world in operations i was an it operations guy which is basically means help desk and and desktop support application support infrastructure networking all the boring it stuff that data people don't do so there's kind of two doors you can go through in the it world when you come out of university and you're like i'm either a I'm going to go down the data path or I'm going to go down the IT infrastructure yeah. path. And, and then there's the third path, which is the application development path. So there's, there's kind of these different kind of general paths you can go, kind of go through. Yeah. And so for IT operations people, they tend to be quite general, like they're generalists. You know, people okay. hear this term generalist in, in, sort, of, mm. in sort of technology terms. And, and a lot of IT people sort of come out um and particularly in the old days so i'm you know i'm an old person so i started in the in the in the in the, in the era when when it was it was you could actually kind of do most of the things in it mm. without having to go you could sort of go one person could kind of learn a fairly broad spectrum mm. of it skills and then they were the it guy and you still see these it guys yeah, you know, yeah. You know, they're kind of responsible for everything and and mm. and and you know if you want to fix your network and and put security on your router then the it guy will do it and if you want to get a power bi report then you give it to the it guy because he'll f- figure it out you know yeah, it's like yeah. this generalist kind of idea hmm. 
Um, and and so I come from the kind of generalist background. We were, you know, like I did did IT operations for a really long time. I um, then went into application. I did a bit of application development and, and and stuff like that as well. So I'd sort of learned a bit of C and like that's how old I am. C, right? <laughs> Uh, not C sharp. No. If, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm older than you, I'm going to be so upset. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, no, no, no. Oh, I don't know. I'm no, younger I'm, than. I'm, I'm 39, younger. but I don't care. Just so you know. Yeah. No, okay. I'm older than you, so there you go. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, you know, I learned a few. I, I learned a bit of application development and kind of this kind of mm-hmm. traditional sort of application development piece, and then and that kind of ties into when you look at application development like ALM type stuff in Power BI, right? You've got this concept of dev test deploy and the mm-hmm. way that, you know, these kind of things um, get deployed into operations. You know, if you're not a data person, then you're not an infrastructure person. You need to know app development lifecycle to yeah. understand that component of the Power BI mm-hmm. space. So to, to, to know what they're talking about there and to understand what the meaning of that is and to sort mm-hmm. of know the root sort of fundamentals of that. It's got nothing to do with how good you are at DAX, you know, yeah. like it's, it's, it's a completely different skill set. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of coming from that mindset. So I've got a, a little bit of that kind of app, app development background and then obviously IT operations background and IT operations is all about administering systems, right? So you're yeah. the super admin for everything, right? Yeah. Which is all of that tenant administration, Office 365, users, workspace security, uh, everything to do with how Power BI Microsoft services work within the Office 365 space, and why did when we created a, a work a workspace, did it create a group in SharePoint? And remember all of those issues in Power BI where there was all this stuff around. Yeah. So, so to to kind of diagnose and understand that piece, you need to have IT administration and IT operations, and you need to understand like logging and and event logs and how to how to actually diagnose these pieces of like that part of the service, this kind mm. of other part of the the um, the Power BI service, and then finally you get kind of to the to the course of um, to the to the core of Power BI, which is data and analytics and data visualization, right? And so, yeah. and so my role during the course of my career, I was offered in like a middle management role, and and when you're in IT and you're in middle management all you get is spreadsheets. You don't get <laughs> Cognos reporting. No one builds yeah. a cube for you. No yeah. one does anything good. You don't get all the nice reporting stuff because the BI team are too busy handling business requests to mm. do that. Mm. If you're in IT, you, you actually have to just build it all yourself. So so you get really good at those kind of casual sort of kind of as analytics uh, pieces like like Excel. And so... And then, and then on top of all of that, I had this like intense interest in like art and 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 three D art and game design and and wow. all that kind of stuff. And so then that is that's where that kind of data visualization thing. Like I think I saw that it was like a TED talk by a guy. That he has that data visualization book. I don't know. It's one of the sort of early original TED talks. Exactly. And and and. So, so there's this blend of skill sets. Like I think the point of this is like the skills blend to be able to effectively be a broad spectrum generalist Power BI person is so mm, wide. Mm. Right? And, and that's probably why, why 
you know, when people say something like, oh, Power BI Unicorn, there's no way anyone like that exists because Power BI is too complicated. As to, you couldn't possibly be as good as Phil Seamark at DAX and, and Marco at DAX and also be as good as, you know, someone else at Power Query, like a Ken Pools or someone like that, right? So mm-hmm. you've got... And, and, and so I think the point of the title of Power BI Unicorn was about was about bringing that into focus, like having this conversation right now, which is that Power BI is very broad and, and very wide spectrum. And, and it's to just learn DAX or to just learn, you know, one piece of the puzzle is not enough to necessarily kind of be able to deliver Power BI in an effective way as a consultant. And, and that that's kind of part mm. of the, the challenge of it, I think. That's really interesting. I th- I mean, that was, it was the whole generalist thing that I, that I was thinking of, you know, like when, when I mm. heard, when I, when I saw, and this, this is probably a unicorn title, which actually I love for a couple of reasons. The first one is because, well, actually the first one is a strange thing. My, my daughter loves unicorns and there's yes. this song that she sings often about unicorns that's every time every time i see your linkedin every time i see power Bear unicorn in my head i just start singing this song that she sings about unicorns all the time um which i won't sing now because i don't want to and also it's it's it's, it's, it's also a german song which would be, be a bit weird okay. um one day I'll there's sing a it. great irish rover song by that about unicorns that i always think of when someone talks about power bi unicorn stuff what's that it's, uh, it's called the Unicorn by the Irish Rovers. Go and play it okay. in, your, in another tab, and then people can listen to it while, while I'm talking. It's like <laughs> pretty funny. Um, but the other thing I think that this that that like that data people, you know, like that that people who come from kind of a traditional data background as well, mm-hmm. is that everybody's kind of lacking a bit of confidence. You know, like this. Is, so I say to people, the only real the only real qualification you need to be a Power BI Unicorn is just a lot of confidence. So you just need. To be <laughs> You need to go out. You just got to put yourself out there, people. You know, That's like data, yeah. data people. I think data people kind of get get relegated a little bit in the. And this is coming from an IT kind of perspective, right? Is that yeah. there's them and there's us, and yeah. there's the business and there's the analysts and there's the IT guys and the data people and this kind of this this kind of stuff. So it it is difficult i mean yeah it's also when, when people say yeah but how can he be as good as you know the italians it's dax or phil uh, or phil Seymark or you know whatever it's chris webb but uh Emma, all that kind of stuff but it's also you these are those are all extremes as well you know what i'm saying those are like if you're picking the people who you know because they're the names that you think of straight away you can also just be good at these things you can be you know good at the it side good at the data side good all that kind of stuff. and together to me you do sound yeah, like yeah. A, a wonderfully qualified unicorn and the, the <laughs> fact that the fact that people say oh that that can't exist proves that you maybe you are a unicorn you know you are the exception to the rule perhaps yeah. you know maybe yeah, there are like maybe, maybe there, are, there are like five or six of you out there in the wild i don't know i'm i'm i'm, I'm not judging i think there's a few i think there's i think there's maybe a few out in the wild but it is it is interesting to talk to other people where you're like ah oh, you know like these are people that you know as good as Deneb as Colosco, exactly, right? Yeah, like, like, but there's no way I'm as good at Deneb, Deneb as Colosco is, right? So, so and and <laughs> um, uh, the but there's this this idea is where you talk to you know like I met Phil Seamark many years ago at the data and I watched one of his watched one of his um, presentations at like the second 
MBAS, like the second data platform mm -hmm. summit in, over in the States. I went over, this is how obsessed with Power BI I was in the early days. I was like, I'm going to the States. I'm going to go to the data platform summit. I'm going to meet That's all cool. the best people, which is, you know, like, I think, you know, I don't, I don't know what your experience was when you first get the Power BI bug, but I got a really hard, like, they built Power BI for me, as far as mm -hmm. I was concerned. I'm like, this is the perfect tool. It covers all of my skills. I've got, yeah. like, I'm really good at Excel, and now I get to do better visualizations in it. It's got the interactivity. It used to integrate with SharePoint. I was a SharePoint person mm -hmm. at one point. So I was like, oh, I even understand that piece. And then they took the SharePoint piece out, which was lucky because it was horrible. And they used Silverlight, <laughs> which is maybe the worst technology Microsoft ever invented. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, you, you kind of you kind of meet all of these, you know, and this, this channel's a great example, right? There's all these amazing people and you talk to them about their core thing. You talk to Marco mm -hmm. about Dax and he blows you completely off the, you know, out of the water. You're like, this is amazing. This guy has everything yeah. there is to know. And then, but if you come across another, like another sort of crucial piece of the Power BI puzzle, you maybe ask one of them about, yeah, the administration of the service. And they're like, I don't know, I've never done mm -hmm. it. You know, like, it's yeah. just like, and, and I think the challenge we're faced as sort of day-to-day -day actual people using Power BI, you know, particularly if you're a consultant and you're like, mm. you're challenged with all of this stuff. Like customers come to you, they don't care if you don't know anything about Power BI tenant administration. If you're going to call yourself Power BI guy, you need to know about it, right? <laughs> and so it, that's kind of the, the, the idea behind that whole uh, Power BI. But it's also the fact that they just, don't, they just don't know about it because obviously, you know, they just assume that it's yeah, just, yeah. I, they see the end product, which is reasonable. They see, they see the end product, which is, you know, the the pictures on the data and everything yeah. else that sits behind is just like, you know, it's like yeah. this, there's a picture kicking about probably on LinkedIn or whatever, of like, you know, the, of the iceberg and on top you've got like the dashboard and underneath you've got all that whole mess of garbage. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And of course, when I mean, when I, I when I first started with Power BI, I mean, I, I was immediately, you know, hooked on it. I thought it was fantastic. But I didn't have that background that you're talking about. I, I knew Power Query. I'd used Power Query a little bit before. I was bad at Excel, other than the Power Query part. Um, I had a very non-technical background. So it yes. was kind of like discovering an entirely new... And this is why when I, when I talk to people on here, the say words, I was kind of like... And I don't hide it. I don't hide the fact that I don't, I don't know because it's not, it's not going to help me. You know what I'm saying? But like... I. I don't know, like some of the words that are coming out of someone's mouth. Okay, what is that? What is that? Um, mm, mm. So I am most certainly very, very far from a unicorn, and I always will be. <laughs> but it's um, and as you say, there are there are so so many elements of it. You know, like I think it was easier to answer the question in 2016, like what is Power BI? You can answer that question. Oh, it was pretty exactly. okay. Yeah. And now it's like, well, <laughs> which aspect? Well, of, it's, a, yeah. it's a platform. It is yeah. like it's, it's grown and and to a sort of been through that like yeah so i mean you started fairly early on as well didn't you like to 2016 17 it was like, exactly yeah it, it's it's like what it used to be compared to to everything else you don't you know you don't have to know everyone exactly it, there's there's before it was just oh it's a data visualization tool and yeah. you can do google data modeling and power query so power query is the thing that got me hooked i was like oh my god power yeah. query is the greatest thing that was ever invented you know this kind of yeah. data transformation gui that that yeah. literally has and I, I was coming from a like i did erp consulting and you have to do yeah. all these um you're doing you're often doing kind of migrate data migrations you know mm -hmm. you're taking 
your set of data from some random system and then you're transforming it and you're putting it into your ERP system, right? And that was a, a cavalcade of scripts and horrible like stored procedures that that always broke and then and then one guy wrote them in 1983 and no one had ever <laughs> updated them since and you know like there's all that kind of stuff associated and so this idea of a data track like a transformation tool that you could literally point and click and and do um, like the equivalent of sort of SQL capability and data mm-hmm. transformation I was just like this is the best. Yeah. So I still maintain yeah. that to be true that that I, when I first thought I was like, this is amazing. It's the best thing. And when I use power query now, I'm still thinking this is the best thing. It's still absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. You kind of maintain the rage on that, don't you? Yeah. I, I, I'm still haven't encountered anything that power query can't do. Sometimes it might be messy as hell, but like when it goes, <laughs> when you have a <laughs> really messy data source to, to kind of sort out, you'll always get there somehow. I was I, to API authentication. Is that something that Power Query can't do? Say it again? Kind of do it in a weird way. Like uh, I was yeah. to APIs, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So that is a pain <laughs> for sure, but yeah. And, yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm just uh, raising sore points, I think. Yeah, it's a fair point. It's it's it's, it's true though. The authentication, API stuff, authentication I mentioned before as well. It's it's a pain. The um I think what I loved about Power Query when I saw it was the um the fact that I was working I mean, I was doing Excel reporting. I was winning like a analytics team or whatever. I forget what it's called now. And um, I'd taken over a reporting package by someone who knew VBA like really well. And mm. he his entire reports were created on like with VB press button, this happened, this happened, all that kind of stuff. But he hadn't taken into account the year change, you know, like you get the next year. So when the new year started and I had to do all these reports, I had to go through all these like VBAs and like trying to fix whatever. And I couldn't, I was like, I can't, this is just, it was horrible. And I was so furious. Um, so then I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna completely redo these reports. Just I'm gonna use Power Query instead because with Power Query, you can always find it's like click and then click and then you know where you're following everything bit by yeah, bit. Yeah, and it's yeah. just, yeah. That's so probably I, of the many killer features that is that is really the great, that, that, that ability to kind of do that Photoshop style, yeah. you know, through what you've done. You know that's amazing to see and, that. And if you're too lazy to do to do documentation, uh, which often yep. I am, it's right there. It's like, I'm not saying you shouldn't do documentation, but if you click on each step, you can kind of see what's going on. So you know, if you have a look through and there's no documentation, which is often the case for me, I was like, okay, where's or or the documentation, the classic one exists, but it hasn't been updated for like two years, that kind of stuff, you know. And um, that's, that's that's in line with kind of like like kind of modern development. Hmm. you know like theory is that you shouldn't have to write documentation your code should make sense and hmm. and so that our query perfectly uh, encapsulates that because because at any step you can see exactly what that step does and you can and and then i mean ma- maximum amount of time exactly no one does documentation it's a waste of time carrie's yeah. spot on right? another another reason to like carrie because she agrees about the documentation and how it, documentation is yeah. terrible is it maggie sparkman who works for um who is it Mikey Sparkman? Is that the name I got correct? Who is in all the done with the documentation and Microsoft? And she says the same thing that basically it should be as simple or as basic as possible, which is of course true for all documentation. But it should be in line with where you're trying to solve a problem. You know, like mm-hmm. if you've got a problem with your Power Query, 
you should be able to click on that step of Power Query and see what that step kind of does mm -hmm. there in front of you, rather than having to go off and reference, you know, section 4.3 of a document that somebody wrote a million years ago. You know, like that's, there's no way you can continue to maintain that and maintain a complex system like, mm -hmm. and pretty much every Power BI report, I don't care how simple it is, turns into like there's a there's a, a certain amount of complexity associated with it because you've got so many moving parts you know? yeah yeah no it's um it's an amazing thing but of your of your areas of your your multitude of unicorn type skills which is your strongest would you say mm. there you go which is my strongest i think oh god to be honest i don't know <laughs> um <laughs> i I got pretty I got pretty strong at DAX early on. I'd say okay. though that I probably so but then DAX is one of those things where you kind of get it to if you kinda of, you get to context transition, you know, like you get mm. to that kind of point and you and then they talk who's you kind of get your DAX brain on. Who used to talk about DAX brain? I think it was like um like Rob Collie or or okay. Avi or you know, those guys who wrote that original Excel book that which mm -hmm. is a great yeah. I like that book. That was the first, one of the first books I read. And in and life or about Power BI? Like just in yeah, just in life. Yeah. Greg's yeah. first book. I only read Power BI books. DAX. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guide to DAX for Excel people, yeah. But you, you get your but and and Donald's laughing, right? DAX brain, because it's true. Everybody can kind of relate to it, is that DAX makes no sense when you first when you first uh when you first look at it, you're like, oh my god, how does this work? But then kind of when you get your head around it and you learn the fundamental kind of um like the the way it kind of works hmm. it yeah rob collie's dax blog was all we had exactly right we were all like viva la revolution i remember because he was all data revolution in that lime green i love that 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 blog it was so cool <laughs> and um yeah but you you so 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 that that I, you kind of get to that point and then you kind of if i've you, i don't know if you stop learning but you you get comfortable. I think you get comfortable yeah. with DAX after a certain point, right? Where you're like, okay, when I can kind of dig in and look at look at a DAX way and feel like I can kind of mm. work backwards and solve it, you know, solve most issues, then you kind of go like, ah, okay, I, I, I feel like I've got my head around most of DAX, and then anything yeah. else I can just either ask the Italians or look up one of their books, you know. <laughs> I think that's what, I think that's true of most things that you learn, though. Like, um, mm. for example, like me with German, for example, would be, would be an exa uh, oh, yeah. example because if i if i am in a situation in work or life where i can communi communicate re relatively effectively and i know the vocabulary for that situation for for my yeah. current job then you just stop learning and it's not until you like change job or you meet a new person who has it who does a different job or something or you just change or you move to, to a new house and no one there speaks any english at all so you have to learn even more words it's that would be how i feel and it's also like with dax if you're if you're used to the data that you have and you know which calculations you have to do on a day-to-day -day basis you kind of hit this point where okay well i know how to calculate everything i need to do with the data that i have and obviously I, i've never done consulting so i go to a company and that's the data that i do for an extended period of time yeah, yeah. so even if it, <laughs> yeah. even a new no, project covers up yeah. i kind of know roughly what they want to see but if it was consulting, yeah. that would be a whole different level for me because different companies have different data, want different things, you know? Yeah, if you, if you want to get a taste of, of, of the types of challenges in consulting, go onto the Power BI community site and start answering questions because that's <laughs> a really great way to, 
to, to I, see all the myriad of ways people can do stuff. And I think the thing, the problem that I have, that, that I kind of have with saying that I'm really like strong in DAX now is that I spend almost all of my time yeah. trying to make my DAX as simple as possible. So I'm all about yeah. pushing it all into the model and making your model like, I, you know, it, the further away from a star scheme you are, the more problems you have, as Alberto once said. You know? That is true. Yeah. Sorry, please. No, no. And so I, I still haven't read a Dax book by it, despite having them on my bookshelf. Yeah. It's like, um, I haven't either. I've never the, 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 the idea around, around being really, really good at Dax, I think is almost counterproductive in the Power BI world, because if you're writing really cool, complicated, you know, like there's that Phil Seamark did a, did a presentation where he wrote a 3d engine in DAX. And I'm just like, that is the worst implementation of a 3d engine I have ever, you know, and he kind of did that on purpose. as like a bit of a joke, you know, and yeah. he's like Wolfenstein 3d on a rendered mm. screen, screen rendered by DAX. My I'm God. just like, <laughs> what, what? If your DAX is that complicated, you've got a mm. huge problem and it's nothing yeah. to do with your calculation. You know, like it's it's way further back in the mm. in the piece. So, uh, <laughs> but the, the very best DAX, that's right. So, the, um, uh, the, the, whole, the whole idea around, so yeah, I guess coming back to the question, which is what's your strongest area? I think the, the area I'm most obsessed with right now is actually mm. like, development productivity i'm a real really boring person in the end I, I i'm about so if you're a power bi person and you are trying to you get thrown all of these weird stuff every day mm. what's the best possible path to victory in that in mm. that what are the steps that we can take and what order do we need to take them in so i'm all about like the development process at the moment and that's cool and i spend hours talking about it with my team and and other people like oh you know what if you do a mock-up first? What if you do, mm. you know, can you get away with doing a sketch? Can we do the sketch in PowerPoint? Should we do it in something else? Because I think that's the piece, because there's so many Power BI projects that just fail for kind of yeah. all sorts of different things, you know, like you see Power BI fail. All of, and this is not just a Power BI thing. This is actually true of BI projects in general, you know, like yeah. every data warehouse project that ever was attempted has always ended in a costly disaster. And, mm. you know, like there's, there's all these examples out there in the world. And when you come from IT, you know yeah. them all because you've experienced half of them or you know someone who was on that team where, where that was a giant disaster. And so avoiding giant disasters is like it's obviously I've got a vested interest in it as well because as a consultant you know you look mm. really bad if you come in and you're like hey I'm a Power BI person I can help you with all your Power BI things and then people give you these like mm. a spreadsheet full of horrific numbers and you're like oh this is really hard to implement in Power BI yeah. and if you don't know that you know if you if you don't have steps that 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 prevent you from falling into the, these, there's a myriad of rabbit holes and, and traps that you could fall into as you go along. You just agree to do something. Oh yeah, I can think I can do that spreadsheet and the way you mm. go and you're in this kind of long winded kind of spiral of doom, you know? It's interesting. I never thought about it like that. The process, yeah. like this A to Z process of the, I mean, so basically it's a project managing type thing that you just, yeah. It kind of comes from this, the idea of, so there's this idea in, in, in application development and they call it uh, DevOps, right? Everybody talks about DevOps mm. and there's this, the thing in application development is they think DevOps is just deployment. DevOps is about, mm. so the, the, 
the definition of DevOps is like it's where development and operations join together. And there used to be mm. this giant problem in um, in application development where developers would build stuff and then they 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 call it throwing the pig over the fence. They take it and they throw it over the fence to to mm. um, operations, and, and then the operations guys have to support it. Mm. And so the operations guys are like this is terrible code. There's no way we can possibly support it. And the dev guys are like, well, we don't care because we've finished our project and on you, good luck, you know? Mm. And so this concept of DevOps was like a bit about automating deployment and all this kind of stuff. And people think it was mostly about automating deployment, but actually it came from these all these things like Lean and Six Sigma mm. and Toyota production system and the, the, the theory of constraints, which is all about optimizing, like optimizing the way that you deliver value to people and so value for us as Power BI people is like insight, right? We're insight mm. delivery. We're an insight mm. delivery service. You can think of it. That's one kind of weird way to think about Power BI. Or you could think of it as a report right. delivery service, the same kind of thing. But if you think yeah. insight, then it's, it adds a little bit more. Sounds cooler. Yeah, it sounds cooler. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> so the whole idea is applying those principles that work for manufacturing and work for mm. lean and work for DevOps and and then applying that to kind of the Power BI kind of uh, value stream, which is yeah. taking data, coming out with insight, something, question mark, question mark, you know, what happens in the middle. Interesting. Okay, so I, I probably approach it more. I'm not going to bring all Jeff's messages on the screen because there are yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but I think I've probably taken more of that approach, which is basically I don't wireframe either. I don't really, I yeah. I, I dive into data. It's the, If someone gives me data, one of the yeah. first things I like to do with it is to obviously, you know, put it in context of the business and understand you know, what people want from it. But I do just, just like to kind of dive headfirst into the data and do my yeah. own analytics, which like, what do I find interesting from the data? What can I discover myself? Yeah. Which I think often also helps me, or helps in general, to see what insights might be there that they haven't thought about. Because obviously, especially if you're looking at, you know, not new analysis, you know, analysis has been done in a different, in a different place, or you're mm. speaking to someone from business and they're like, okay, we want to see this, this, and this. And they haven't anticipated that you also have these points of data as well, especially if you're looking at something like an API where, you, where you're getting it from third party and they're not really sure what's going to be on the API or the source is, is, is irrelevant. And also in situations where you've, a report's already existed, it's like legacy reporting, right? They just want that because they've always had that. So if, you actually, if I look into the data, kind of have a look to see what they've never seen or what's been overlooked, that for me is kind of where I get started. Not saying it's right, not yeah. saying it's wrong. It's just a different way of looking at it. Which is why I find where, why I find what you're talking about so interesting because I never really thought about it that way. It's quite mm. cool. Yeah, yeah. It's um, and you see, like you see in the chat as well. Like Kerry and Jeff are both like wireframe suck. Yeah, and, and this is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the that there's there's kind of and then you have to kind of break it up whether you're doing personal bi or you're doing enterprise bi as well right because if you're doing your own analysis mm. or you're doing analysis like if you're responsible for the analysis part mm. then then i agree i think going and doing that data exploration piece is mm. really really important and and what you know you don't know what you don't know and they don't know what they don't know and right. and so there's and i think a lot of power bi people use that approach and that's actually the way that it's taught in dashboard in a day i don't know if you've ever sort of seen the dashboard in a day things i, I run these yeah. like a million times yeah i did so, one a long time ago yeah. yeah yeah and and they say well the first thing you should do is go and get the data and you know you transform it and, and mash it up and then 
and then explore, right? That's a key. There's like mm. this circle of dashboard in a day steps and okay. one of them is explore. So you kind of go and get your data and then you, you're exploring it and then you visualize it and then you deliver your report. Mm. And that's great if you're doing it for yourself, which is mm -hmm. what Power BI is designed for. Like it's designed to be a self-service BI tool. But if it, um, <laughs> Ali sessions dashboard in a decade. I saw your <laughs> post. Um, they, uh, yeah, they, they look interesting. The, the, um, so that's a really good development life cycle for somebody who's doing their own, who's doing their own analysis. Or if you're, if the output of what you're trying to do is that kind of analysis for somebody else, like you're, you're given a spreadsheet and then they say, you know, replicate this report and you go off and say, well, actually there's a better way mm. to do this. You're adding, you're adding value that way by saying, well, you don't have to replicate this spreadsheet, but. But if you are trying to replicate the spreadsheet, which often you are told you have to do, right? Which is, which is, uh, no, no, I don't want any of your fancy pants Power BI insights. I just want you to replicate the report I had before because yeah. someone told me I'm not allowed to use Excel anymore or whatever the reason is. Then, then you kind of do need to wireframe, right? So, th so there's different mm. paths for different different uh solutions and different approaches and and this is this is why i'm impressed with it i could talk about this literally for for a decade that's that's perfectly fine mate I could, my issue is though if i'm in a situation where someone says okay basically take this that's an excel and put it in power bi and that's what they expect and that's what, what that's what's given to me i don't think i've ever done that like they've asked me to do it but i've refused to deliver it because yeah, it's yeah. not it's not it's not a productive way of working it's it's Ooh. completely pointless. Well, like Excel's if, not if, if, yeah. Excel, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, for, for for a multitude of reasons. The first one is if you just want what you have in Excel, just keep using Excel. This is perfectly fine. You can yeah, yeah. if yeah. if your issue is you know that it's too slow or there's too many annoying like whatever calculations. Okay, then use Power Query. This is fine. You know, you use Power Query, put it in a in a nice pivot or Power Pivot or whatever you want to do, but. Makes no sense just to say I want that, or I'll take the project, and then as we kind of the project advances, I kind of kind of change the way of thinking. Oh, we could have this and have that, and then yeah, like I can't compromise. What is what you do? You compromise, right? You kind of you, I, I'll give them one matrix somewhere in the report and say, there you go. If you want to, if you just want to have a big ass list of numbers, I'll put somewhere on this report a page just a big ass list of numbers, but I'll hide it so you got to see all my stuff before you get to it. There you go. Yes. So is that a wireframe? So that, that's the question, right? Is are you prototyping? Damn you! Now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Anyway, I talk it. I talk myself into my own defeat. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. Is it? Is that people say wireframes are a waste of time, and then explain, "Hey, this is how I wireframe." You know, this is how I wireframe. So I don't, wireframe is sorry, sorry, my please. Yeah. Uh, well, I bet. This is the what form does a wireframe take? And this is actually a conversation I'm having like with my team right now because I was like, okay, the first version of my wireframing was like, I'm going to go and sketch stuff, you know, like I'm just going to draw it. We're going to have a meeting with the customer. They're going to explain all the stupid things that they want. And I'm going to draw a picture of a, of a data model while they're explaining it. And then that's going to be kind of the wireframe of the data model. And then we're going to say, okay, this is what, it and then we can put this, you can kind of visualize it and sketch something mm. out. Okay, so that that's one possible approach you could do. And then you do, you try, like, that's okay for some people. And then for some people, they're like, no, 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 we don't like that for that whole reason of, no, we just want you to replicate the spreadsheet. So you need to 
you almost need to replicate the spreadsheet and then mock up the thing that it should be to mm. show the differences, you know, and that's kind of what you're talking about there. Where you're like, I think the, the key difference is I just never write it down. That's that's what I'm talking about. I think for me, I don't wireframe because I just I, it never. I mean, I got a never write it down, yeah. I got a blackboard here. That I thought I might use that for, but actually, I just end up using that more to, to teach my my daughter the times tables. Um, so I, I yeah. Yeah, yeah. in my head, this doesn't count as wireframe because it never actually ever goes on a bit of paper or whatever cool wireframing software that might exist. I'm not sure. So let's just yeah. say uh, maybe it's, it's a it's a mental wireframe. I'm not entirely sure, but there you go. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, this is the. This is the complexity of building Power BI solutions yeah. um, for for every, you know, like it, it's about what, yeah, my obsession is about how do we guarantee success every time? That's really yeah. the thing. Like how do we make sure that we always, whether, and whether success is, sorry, that's impossible and you should continue to do that in Excel mm -hmm. because don't bother doing this in Power BI. That, I, that's a successful outcome from my perspective, mm -hmm. which is just because they ask for it doesn't mean it's, that's what you should do, you know, like, mm -hmm. But it's about how do we get to that before we try and build all this stuff in Power BI and then realize, oh, wait a second, this is actually impossible, you know, because mm -hmm. I think that's the big pain point for Power BI people is is that they end up in these long kind of rabbit holey kind of horrible projects and that that end, end up, they can end up going nowhere if you don't have sufficient sort of upfront knowledge about what the person's trying to do. So you do have to do a certain amount of kind of discovery to do that. How do you deal with, I mean, I think I've had this situation a couple of times um, where you have someone who comes to you and they, they have a project in mind, they kind of have a an idea, but it becomes mm. quite clear pretty quickly that they don't really know what they want enough for you to think the project is going to be successful. Like they kind of want, but then they they don't really know, they have data, but they don't really know what they want to analyze. They don't really know what they want to see. Have you, how do you deal with that? You have a lot of conversations with them. So that is the, okay. that's kind of at the crux of this kind of whole thing is that mm -hmm. you're trying to tease that out of them and you're trying to get mm -hmm. to, you're trying to avoid all of those pitfalls as early as possible. Mm -hmm. So you need kind of that checklist of things that, mm -hmm. okay, you know, does this have like, oh, so a classic example is the is the Excel spreadsheet report that also has some kind of data entry component mm. to it inside mm. Excel, right? This is the, the number one killer of any kind of Power BI project because that's the first thing someone asks for. Mm. It's got a bunch of VBA macros in the background. They click a few buttons and then they enter stuff. They overwrite the data in the, you know, and then they're like, Re replicate this report. They call it a report. It's actually like an application, you know, <laughs> and you're like, uh... <laughs> So if you don't recognize that immediately, if you, for mm. whatever reason, you know, they, they often, they don't realize the importance of this mm. kind of outer entry piece. So you, you can be three quarters of the way through building a Power BI solution for it before they go, oh, by the way, we overwrite, you know, if there's a problem, I just, you know, write a comment here, you know, that there's a problem and then that's okay. And it goes into the report and everybody's mm. happy. And you're like, well, that's data entry. We can't, we need to build yeah. Power App or you know like you need to have a another some other third mm. party vector or you need to oh i mean and there's you know, modern day visuals and you've got these visuals that do right back and all that kind of stuff that's yeah. why they exist because of that problem right mm. and so yeah it's a, it's a tough one interesting very Move cool to power pivot engine. yeah yeah that's those those excel stuff is like most most of the time you can get a big win just from going from excel to power pivot because people yeah. are like what is this magical thing that i can 
you know yeah. i used to have sixteen thousand columns in a spreadsheet and mm. now i don't you know so true I, I i do despise power pivot though i gotta say i don't like i see the That's benefit true. of a, but working with it it's just like it's like being slapped in the face by something that should be cool but it isn't it's Power uh, Pivot was good before Power BI came around, and like yeah. there was a there was a time there where Power Pivot was like this is amazing. Multi multi table pivot tables was like mm. revolutionary and all the memory and all that kind of stuff. But now, yeah, if you're coming from like the lens of a modern Power BI person, Power Pivot sucks yeah. because it's just so much stuff you can't do. Yeah, but yeah. I just I, th I think again because I start with Power Query and then I didn't know what Power Pivot was for well, what else? I'm not power pivot so i had a look at it and i don't know if, i felt like i was doing it wrong the entire time for me this falls into the i'm going to bring it up right now actually this falls into the whole and um, similar thing with github right <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what am i missing here it's one of the power pivot makes me feel stupid i'm like is it meant to be this hard to use like is it meant to be so not user friendly this is well, power query for me is always so user friendly Power Pivot, I always thought was just this horrible yeah, power pivot experience. Was, power pivot, we're talking it in the past tense, like it's dead. Um, <laughs> yeah, true. Power, power, power Pivot is unfortunately, and I put this down to the cadence of Excel updates. You know, like so, yeah. Power BI gets updated every week, right? You know, like there's they've got this really amazing kind of you know constant delivery cycle where they're always mm. delivering updates and and so they can fix all of the little they call them paper cuts in um in mm. in microsoft dev, dev terms right this is all the little paper cuts that you know uh it, we were talking to a microsoft dev about it actually the other day at the mvp thing he's like we need to know more any paper cuts we're doing a paper cut thing where we're, we're getting rid of as many paper cuts as we can he's like you know how in power query when you when you open it it pops under instead of popping up you know like it pops under your window yeah. and then you're clicking around he's like that's the definition of the very, very definition of a paper cut it's like it's not big it's not a big deal but it is the kind of thing yeah. that like it's not functionally wrong like mm. it just really freaking annoying Hmm. That is hmm. the, the, the so so power pivot is replete with all of these little things about it that are, make it ridiculously annoying to use. Yeah. That in Power BI because they've had this kind of rapid develop because Excel you do an update what once every three years you know I know there's office updates but yeah. they don't they don't have that same kind of cadence in terms of their development update and they yeah. don't you don't you don't break Excel because Microsoft that's their golden yeah. child you know yeah. they're not very good. If you break so, Excel, you break global business. It's, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been better at Excel. I think the the past six months, maybe a bit more. They kind of there are some nice newer features. I don't know. I don't really use Excel, but I've seen videos about it, and I've seen kind of when I open Excel every now and then. I was gonna do a, the last video I did. I did a video about connecting to um, Wordle data, and one of the points I wanted to emphasize in this video was that actually, whatever you do in Power Query. You can do in Excel or Power BI. I mean, for very few differences. They're, they're basically identical because I think people who use Excel yeah. don't use Power Query enough. So, like, you know, I'm going to do something. I'm going to start in Excel just to get that point across. I started, did my open Power Query, I connected my data, crashed. I was like, you know what? <laughs> no, okay. I'm not doing it. I just refuse. I'm like, well, that might be more than a paper cut. That's like <laughs> a full open wound. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh... Yeah, there's just things about the implementation that just mm. don't 
you know, like there was the, the whole relationship things in models in, in Power Pivot. It was like you can't do two-way relationships. And so just that little thing just completely breaks your brain as a Power BI person because you're just like, I know I shouldn't do two-way relationships, but I do, and I do yeah. a lot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Would a paper curtain Power BI be the, the, the automatic detecting relationships between tables in that case? I said it was, and you, and you can't switch it off in the general settings. You have to switch it off, yeah. and each that for me that's that's a paper cut, right? Relationships. I'm not sure I've ever tried. Yeah, you, you have you have to do it in each individual period. You can't do it in general settings. Oh, you can't do it as general. Oh, no. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, that's because yeah, someone that's said some asked the question of what's the what's the biggest paper cut in in Power BI, and Kerry's Kerry's yeah. going with drop shadows. Is it because she hates them? Are they difficult to use, or is it just because 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 you think they look annoying? There's not enough. Maybe she wants more drop shadows. More, more shadows. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll create a drop shadow report and just send it to, to Kerry and see what she says, and then then we'll know the answer. To that one. And of course, yeah. Jeff hates shifting tabs. So there, there are. Yeah, I think. Yeah. What about you? What it, what it, it would be? What's hey, yours, actually, man? yeah, let's get some because then I can feed it back to Microsoft. Be yeah, yeah. But what's yours though? What's your most? What's your biggest? My, my biggest card, Oh my god! I don't know. Like I, I actually find Power BI really easy to use now. I think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So when people talk about, ah, oh, there's this thing about Power BI that, you know, annoys me, I'm like, you have no idea how difficult this used to be. This... You know, like we have such first world problems. Is like, yeah. oh, I, I, my drop shadows don't look nice or whatever. It's like, are you serious? Do you know how yeah. ugly our reports were like only five years ago? <laughs> like it's amazing. Yeah, true. <laughs> I, I do think... Yeah, there is a thing as like you kind of remember how crap would be is an unfair word, but undeveloped, underdeveloped it was just yeah. a few years ago. Um, but I do think that some of the updates themselves have brought paper cuts with them, like things that didn't oh, exist, they have. Yeah, yeah. like like so, a feature yeah. a feature that didn't exist. Like obviously the one I'm going to mention because I'm really going to bang on about it is the thing with the the navigation um, the navigation pane, the fact that you can't hide oh, yeah. your drill through pages yeah, yeah. makes it unusable. Yeah. Paper cut, I yeah. would say. So that wasn't yeah, yeah. an issue like six months ago because it didn't exist. It didn't exist exactly. So that that often happens with new pro new stuff coming in. There's always like there's always horrible things that that come in, and if they make a fundamental change, then it can it can be really 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 nasty. Um, I'd say the one that that there's there's been they've been uh, there's been like a WebView two crash, like when they moved to WebView two, which is like a new rendering yes. engine for Valia, and people have been that's complaining true. about that a lot. So that's probably the the big the most the most um that's the most point. obvious one but you know that pop the biggest paper cut for me is that pop under for power query yeah it can happen a million times and i still just like rage out every time i'm just like i'm clicking and there's no if i don't have my sound up there's no sound and i'm like where is it and then i realize yeah. it's on my third screen and you, you know and it's i, like, I ah. really even i really even think about it and when it wasn't until you mentioned that but it's true that comes up mostly when you when you're giving a training someone who's never used power bi before you do that yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, where is it it's like yeah you gotta click and then you'll find yeah, it yeah 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 so because everybody else is is accustomed to it so they they they, they uh they know oh yeah i just have to find the window but why why do you have to find that window? You know, why yeah, can't just that window appears and is obvious? That's 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 the. But yeah, I mean, there's oh, there's any number of them. It. It's the kind of thing that like you can't remember why you're talking about it, but then when you're using Power BI, you're like, oh, that's right, I hate that thing. Yeah, so. yeah of course. The strangest one. This is not a paper cut. This this is something that I noticed recently that was really strange. And the new format pane, which I know is a, an issue. Uh, some people hate yeah, it. Some yeah, people yeah. like it. Um, 
the, the weirdest thing that they've done, which is it brings, it has no huge effect. It's just weird. And it suppose it falls into my general issue with the new format pane of changing things for no reason whatsoever is it used to be, try and get this right. It used, used to be width then height. If you look at the canvas, the canvas um, settings, it used to be width and height. <laughs> no, now it's height then width. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. why change that? <laughs> why? And <laughs> the rename, I, I spoke to a colleague the other day and he said, oh, have you seen all these, these new settings on, um, if, in Power BI? I was like, no, which ones? Mm. And he sent me this screenshot. And I was like, is that new? I'm not going to say that's not new. They've just renamed conditional formatting and it's got a new name now. I forget what the new name is for, for conditional formatting. It's like cell elements, cell elements. He said, have you seen these new cell elements? And I was like, no, have a look. And he sent me a screenshot. That's, I said, that's just conditional formatting. They're just giving it a new name. So you think it's yeah. new. It's not. It's exactly the same. He's like, is it not? Or like, we were looking at all the different things. So yeah, that's not new. It's, new. You know, it's, it's just, why, yeah, why yeah. rename conditional formatting with cell elements? Because also now, People are yeah, okay, there's sometimes a lot of clicks to get to where you want to go, but just search for it. Say, so that's fine. But if they rename yeah. it as well, you don't know what you're searching for. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Does conditional formatting result in this cell elements coming up? Probably not. No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I could be yeah, wrong. Right. I just, just... Yeah, I, uh, I'm with, so I'm, I, I feel like I'm a little bit old man yells at cloud sometimes with Power BI and like, <laughs> Um, but, yeah. uh, that's because we like, especially when they make big UI changes, you know, like when they change, when they, <laughs> when they went from, they went to the new office ribbon, I don't know, this is a long yeah. time ago now, maybe like four years ago or something, but they went from, from the old Power BI ribbon to the new one. Mm. I spent weeks not knowing where to click for anything, you know, like I was just like, this sucks. And it's like now it obviously was. it's nothing, but. But when you, I, you, you when you use Power BI a lot, you just get get so used to things being in a certain spot. So then, course. when things change like that, you're like you have to steel yourself against change. I think it that. does make you feel like an old person, like things have changed and I don't like it. But yeah, I I can tell you exactly where it was standing in the world when that changed when that ribbon changed because I was standing in an office of the headquarters of the company that I used to work for in front of 25 yep. people starting day two of a Power BI training. And I opened it and I was like, what the is this? I was like, where is everything? And I spent so much time that day pretending I knew what was going on and trying to say, okay, so you go here. And I just, I couldn't find anything. It was like, yeah. nothing. Oh my God. I felt like such an idiot, man. Yeah. I think I was doing a dashboard in a day training, like one or two days after the change. And I just oh, looked God, like okay. yeah. completely incompetent, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> you click here to go, oh no, it's not here. And this is called, you know, get yeah. transform. Oh no, it's not, you know, <laughs> like it's yeah. just everything was different. Yeah. yeah. And this is very fun. He's getting used to the change. Me too. Of course you yeah. get used to it. I mean, when it first came, I was like, okay, I'm not using it because I had all these buggy issues. So I switched it off. But since they kind of said, okay, now it's on by default, I was like, okay, it's on by default. Let's take off my grumpy old man hat and put on yeah. my, I want to learn all things new type. Learning um, new things. Yeah. Um, so yes, I'm used to it as well, not to be honest, but it's just when you have to search for something or when you have to like click it sometimes feels a bit weird but i mean in about six months or less obviously i'll be like yeah i don't i won't remember the old one so 
whatever. It is just yeah, standard updates. Exactly. I can't even remember what it looked like now. So there you go. I, 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 I'm at the point of always using the latest. So I'm in a constant world of pain. So just yeah. because, yeah. I um, I had to, had left. I was watching the, um, is the, the, the Power BI show. Which is quite this new. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was watching that, which is really I really enjoyed it. It was very good. Uh, yeah, which yeah, so, yeah. I forget someone was giving a demo and they were they were using the old old format paint. And I was like, ha, exactly. See, oh, I, re- I respect yeah. that. <laughs> That's brave on the on the official Microsoft Power BI show. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Oh good. man. Uh, oh, I didn't realize it was so late. Cool. Should we start to slowly wrap up? It's been longer than I said it would be. In yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'm sure you have, you have you have your day to start. It's exceptional. Can, can go, go back to bed, have another cup of coffee. I'm not sure, mate. Whatever. Yeah, what is your day going to be? Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic, uh, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've really enjoyed the chat. Thank you so much um, to talk yeah, about your you. your your unicorn status, which I now fully understand. I will never doubt it again for the rest of my life, and I will. Thank you. Um, I was here. To, I was here to take on the haters on the unicorn thing. So. Exactly, mate. If anyone ever brings it up, I'll just say, look, just watch this video and then you can see why you're absolutely is a unicorn and, and there you go. Um, cool. Anyway, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for everyone in the chat, getting involved, asking questions. That's always much appreciated. And I'm back next week with, ooh, I think I've got Alberto Ferrari next week. I think so. Ooh. Yeah. Should be, that should be good fun. Very nice. Yeah. Very good. Ask plenty of cool. Dax questions and then ask him what he what he knows about with with M just to confuse him. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Um, thanks everyone. Take care and um, see you all next week.